Welcome, everyone, to the Think Between Worlds podcast. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about uh, when it comes to reading graphics. Yeah. <laughs> comics, fine, fine comic books. Yeah. Uh, do you do images first, or do you do uh, text bubbles? I yes. usually sort of analyze the image so I know what order the text bubbles go in, because I have a hard time with that when reading comics. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Mostly, it's I can alternate. It's like, oh, if the image is good enough to draw my eye, you're going to go straight to the image. Yeah. How about you, sweetie? What do you do? I don't really read comics. No? no. I, don't, I don't know how to graphic. <laughs> All right. Graphic well, novella, Dad. If someone gave you a Camp Camp comic, would you analyze the picture or read the words first? Probably words first. Okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of comic books, comic culture... Deadpool! Deadpool 2. Was a movie that came out recently. That we saw, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. It's good. It's a thing. It is a thing. That's how I treat Deadpool. He's not like my favorite character. I I get the hype. I understand that he's very funny in fourth wall, but it's good to have the piss taken out of whatever genre, whatever person, whatever, so on and so forth. But he, he grates on me really fast. I don't, th- I don't think he's very grady. It's just sort of No, the like... idea of him is great. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I'm not hating him. I, I, I guess I like the idea. Yeah. I mean, I think the only problem I have with Deadpool movies is that eventually all these jokes are going to be dated. Because, you know, every joke in there is some sort of pop, cul- for pop culture yeah. reference. Like the Dave Matthews band bit that went on for about a, a solid five minutes. Yeah, and the dubstep thing. Oh, yeah, and, that thing, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the charm of the character. I hear he's like, oh, the idea is he's a Gen Xer who, even by today's standards, he's way behind. And that's why we're laughing, because we're like, are we supposed to get you? And it's like, no, he's like Daffy Duck. He's a cartoon character. Yeah. But he's a cartoon character that, you know, slices and dices and cuts people into. And slices people. and dices! Right. <laughs> so that, that idea is, oh, violent cartoon character. He has a lot in common with uh, The Mask. Suppose, the original yeah. mask. I suppose. I, I don't Horse. know a lot about that, but Doug Walker told me a bit in the two yeah, Nostalgia videos. Critic, yeah. That's yeah. a good place to start, but the, basically the, the original mask concept yeah. is like v- extremely violent. Extremely yeah. disturbing. But the movie decided to opt for, oh, we'll do PG-13. So, um, let's go ahead and just talk about the first Deadpool real quick. Uh, what did you guys like most about the first Deadpool? Sweetie? Medicine? Um, I guess just Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in general? Just the character? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm with a lot of people in the sense that, like, there is nobody else who I could see playing Deadpool except Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, there are a few actors that are made to play certain characters. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool, Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man. Jackman. Um, Jackman. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. But, yeah. you know, I think they're going to find somebody else that fits the role. Maybe it's actually short like he's supposed to be. Well, eventually, yeah. But you for know? the time being, it's like, oh, there was no better guy. You know? Yeah. You but know. Deadpool is uh, the first one. To me, it's uh, I don't. I was kind of shocked. I was like, you knew it was rated R. You just but they really went for yeah. the R rating, and you it, were like, it's, yes. It's definitely not something yes. that we'd ever seen before. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to superhero movies. Unless you count fucking Blade. And the other five R-rated yeah, comic book but, movies but before that. Blade was like cheesy. You really? know, a lot of people talk about why they love Blade because Blade took its source material dead seriously. Oh, it did, yeah. But like the only thing I've actually ever seen of Blade is like the people, the vampires, or whatever, swelling up like balloons and popping. Yeah, it was anticoagulant. That's that's not 
a, a thing that is, isn't cheesy. It's very cheesy to well, see. I mean, it's a cool idea because the doctor goes, I mean, hey, vampires, yeah, you guys are dead and you drink several blood types. Try this thing that clots, that, that stops the blood from clotting and just see if the blood, <laughs> see if there's a chemical reaction in there and it was really volatile. Like, whoa, I'm going to use those forever. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, Dead, I guess Deadpool's the first successful, large-scale, R-rated comic book movie. I think that's why people keep going on about it. Yeah. This thing was a smash success. And, and not just that, but it also, it generally was very funny. It really no, yes, was yeah, very it, funny. It's funny. And this one's very funny, too. Deadpool 2 is very funny. Favorite um, favorite side character in these movies? Megasonic Teenage Warhead. I knew that was going to be her answer. How about you? Well, yeah. In the first one? Yeah. Uh, I love Deep. Depender. Depender. I like his taxi driver. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mr. Poole. This is Deadpool, Mr. Pool. But yeah, I like Negasonic Teenage Warhead. A Colossus, it's just so nice to have the Colossus. Yeah. And like he never un unmetallicizes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what word to use there. But he's completely CG and he just he feels like a cartoon character, but that's that's the point. Yeah. Like the whoever's doing him is doing a total Saturday morning cartoon take on Colossus. It's not, uh, he's, it's not serious. He's at got all. that thing where he's like he's like good to a fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Just one or two moments. Guy. You know, so it's like four or five moments is all it takes to be a good guy. You know, it's just like, okay, can we back up off of the, uh, you know, the the church going ways here? Like, come on, man. Oh, well, the uh, the character was created in the midst of, like, the Red Scare. Yeah. So the idea is like, oh, well, but we'll do one good Russian. He's a good Russian, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's the one good Russian you met, you know. But they also made him also very Russian. So even though he was like, you know, you know here's a good Russian. He, he, isn't, he isn't a commie. He's still very much like, ah, but Mother Russia, we do this. And that. Yeah. For Mother Russia, I'd be willing to work. You know, one-liner, one-liner. Yeah. Everything involves Mother Russia, you know. That might actually be where it came from culturally when people joke about that. Like, in Mother Russia, I think it might have stemmed out of X-Men. From Colossus? Because Colossus does that a lot. <laughs> Maybe that's like a pop culture joke that nobody knew came right out of comic culture. Yeah, if, you guys, if you guys know the origin, feel free to message us about that. That's actually pretty wrong. cool. Um, Call us out on our bullshit. Yeah, I have to say uh, that Negasonic was definitely an unexpected character. Like, just how badass she was and how... And she doesn't go for Deadpool shit. Yeah, like, I love the idea of that character. She just does not like him, and like yeah. you're, you're dumb. So she and represents the people that. You know, how expected that she was a lesbian? Yeah, or, <laughs> or at least bisexual. I thought he was gonna make a joke about that, like, oh, your hair do you give it away? Like, I swear it was gonna be he was gonna be. Oh, I'm totally not surprised. There's something very Deadpool to say about it, but he didn't. He's just like, oh, hey, because he's. I don't mof- think he had to. I'm pretty sure Firefist covered it when she called her Justin Bieber. Basically, yeah. <laughs> But he, I just love he's just, he's way he's way into her her girlfriend Yukio. Yeah, oh, hilarious. Just hi, hi Yukio. Hi Yukio. Hi. I'm usually breaking the fourth wall and killing someone or making a horrific joke, but you all just genuinely make oh hi. Like on his. Gotta kill this guy. In, okay, spoilers, 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 spoilers. It's a spoiler spoilers. cast. We'll put spoiler cast. Um, at the end of the movie, like when Wade's like dying, he's laying there saying goodbye to everybody. He's like goodbye Negasonic, goodbye Colossus, goodbye Cable, and then just like. Hi, Yukio. Hi, Weed. <laughs> That's all it is. Even when I'm dying, I was like, ah, you're adorable. <laughs> Stop. You're so fucking yeah. cute. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll get into Deadpool 2. We'll crack into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, favorite thing about this movie? Like, favorite scene? Let's uh, go with that. Wow. This, okay, this one, uh, it does have good 
it's like the whole like oh it's, it's barely the sum of its parts but its parts are very good yeah it says like several great parts it's gotta be in like we said spoiler cast it's gotta be juggernaut juggernaut sorry finally appearing and being a thing like to done fair, right done properly to be fair juggernaut does jog often so right, he he's kind of kind of running juggernaut but continue. he builds momentum you can't yeah. stop him yeah it, uh voiced by ryan reynolds by the way if people didn't know that because yeah, in the cool credit little, in, cool little easter egg in the credits it's juggernaut as himself or the voice <laughs> of juggernaut as himself <laughs> i i love any scene involving him because it was finally you have this iconic x-men villain that isn't like magneto or apocalypse showing up uh anything with cable but it has to be the x-force scene it's like oh, anything with juggernaut God. and then the scene is the x-force scene. okay 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 favorite x-force character from the movie I don't. They're like, so useless. Out of, out of all of them, I don't even remember their names. They're so useless. Okay, we had Shatterstar. Okay, it's a Shatterstar. We had Domino. Oh, okay, I, I, well, everyone knows Domino. She's like the okay. one that lives. We had Peter. Yeah. Okay, Peter. Uh, he we, tech, had, he we had Vanisher. Vanisher, but we I, had uh, all Bedlam. I know is, yeah, we had like Terry Crews and Bedlam. Bill Skarsgård. So I'm like, I I know them by their actors. That names. that that guy was um, Pennywise. Zeitgeist. Was it Zeitgeist? Yeah, Zeitgeist. Okay. He was the one who was supposed to ask it. I like Zeitgeist so, only because he comes for the big finish in this scene. And this scene is a big punch to the face of people that think they know movie slates. Because the whole thing is like a meta joke. Yeah. It's the audience. I literally heard three people in our theater going, oh, you know, they're doing X-Force next, don't you? Like, I heard people talking about that. And then that happened. And there was genuinely a sense of like... Um, I don't think there's going to be an X-Force movie because they all fucking die a minute into their introduction or into their big, let's go X-Force, go, go, go. All of them die horribly. And I'm sitting there like, that is the best joke in this film. It is a joke on how these studios slate 20 movies ahead and you can't (laughs) surprise anybody because everyone knows the next five movies that are coming down the pipeline and then they all fucking die. And you're just like, that's awesome, man. How about you? Um... I actually liked the scene before Juggernaut's like big grand reveal where they're they're it's a obligatory car chase in every yeah every superhero film and uh, it's Cable versus Deadpool with like a splash of Domino trying to drive the truck yeah yeah I like I, <laughs> I like that whole sequence is really really cool. How about uh, X Force character out of the ones that that didn't oh, that didn't survive? Oh, out of the ones that didn't survive? I don't know. Because obviously Domino's going to be the best. Yeah, Domino is just, the best. And I like the... Okay. And by the way, like, everyone was pissed off when they revealed that it was going to be, a, like, a black chick playing Domino. Zazie Beats. With, like, the white eye as opposed to, like, a white-skinned person with a black eye. She works. She's she cool. was amazing. She's got this, like, foxy brown black exploitation thing going on, and it, like, totally works for Deadpool. Yeah, I was like, picturing... Really uh, kind of like Foxy Cleopatra from Austin Powers oh, was, oh, oh, I thought it was... Uh, foxy Brown's from Drawn the Together. Oh, okay. Uh, that animator. So, yeah, Foxy Cleopatra. Cleopatra. From, Foxy uh, Cleopatra. Right, she's very Bye-bye, 70s. I'm a whole lot of woman. Basically, Bye-bye, yeah. Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, she's very much like that. And then yeah. even her power, they make fun of how dumb it is, but then when it plays out on screen, it's, oh, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Everything's just going right in her favor all the time. And you're like, oh, it's really cool when you see it visually, but when she explains it, it's like, what? 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 Yeah, it's really I'm lucky. Dumb. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. And then they take a dig at the creator of Deadpool. Like, God, your, your superpowers. I didn't think it was going to look this neat. I thought it was just really dumb. It seems like it was come up. A guy that can't draw feet came up with it. 
yeah. taking a dig at Rob Liefeld who created that. Well, at least this <laughs> this version of Deadpool that yeah. I know and love. Um, yeah, they take a dig at him because I guess he has problems with human anatomy. Uh, I have very few Liefeld comics, but like you can go online and Google search Liefeld anatomy, and there's there's a famous Captain America image where he's as wide as a city block in muscle. From a, it's it's a side it's a profile shot, and you're like no one's that buff. Like he makes the Hulk look thin. Like, who drew this guy? Oh, Liefeld. Okay. Yeah. yeah there's, but, um, there's a lot of meta shit. Yeah. Uh, unexpected uh, Vanisher cameo. Did you guys like that? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people uh, didn't catch it on their first viewing. Fucking Brad every, Pitt. Everybody's too busy laughing and clapping. I was like, was that Brad Pitt? Yeah. You don't catch that Vanisher is Brad Pitt. Least of all, you don't think it's actually a person. You think it's just like a, a LinkedIn joke being played on them. Well, yeah, but we use well, Craigslist or LinkedIn or whatever. But then, like, you see, like the 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 vest, the parachute, like floating in midair. You're like, right. oh shit, the Vanisher showed or, up. Well, I thought it was a joke. It's like, and if Vanisher does exist, he's wearing a parachute. Like, we're hoping we didn't just drop a parachute out of the back of the cargo. Yeah, and then they jumps out, and everyone's like, oh my god, he's real. Yeah, he and they're laughing because it looks ridiculous. Right. And then he gets electrocuted on the power lines, and it's Brad <laughs> fucking Pitt. Or at least which, a picture of him that's been. Manipulated. I have to wonder though, like. You know Brad Pitt would be totally into that, right? Like, I mean, he likes this stuff. That that would be the kind of thing where he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll totally do that. Remember, like, he started as a Put on a green morph suit and right. just, you know, put on the, the backpack and just jump out of an airplane. He started his career as a character actor. So he, he's, he's, he's really into this stuff. Because the problem is he's that guy who was forced to be the A-list or the leading man. But yeah. you know he doesn't want it. He's so much more interesting. The problem that. of God. With all these movies these days. Sorry, I'm, or now we're jumping around a bunch, and that's a little distracting. We're just talking about the concept. We're talking about X Force, and it reminded me of Bedlam, who Terry Crews, in the trailer, you see him punch a dude out in the middle of an intersection near where the car chase happens. But in the movie, you see him in the interview room, and then you see him in the airplane, and then you see him die, and that's it. So like. I have a problem with all these movies just fucking throwing shit out there and it not being in the movie. Manipulated trailer shot. You know? In this day of spoiler culture, when people get upset at the smallest thing, why not chuck your chalk? (laughs) Chuck your... Why not chalk your trailer full of fake shots that actually aren't going to be in the movie? But it, it bothered me. I, I get it. Like, back in the day, one of my one of my least favorite things, I was watching the George and the Jungle trailer. All right, Brendan Fraser movie, George the Jungle. Yes. There's a whole scene in the trailer where Tuki Tuki is leaving Africa, going to New York to go find Tarzan and bring, it's not Tarzan, George the Jungle, and bring him back to the jungle to save Ape, because Ape's been kidnapped. And in the trailer, Tuki Tuki's on an airplane, and there's a stewardess. She's just like, more juice, Tuki Tuki? And it's like, Tuki Tuki. And that scene, not in the movie, not in the deleted scenes, it's nowhere except for in that original trailer. Well, uh, you should get me started on Kangaroo Jack. Let's because not. Was, I let's it was not mention. It was, it was a joke. <laughs> At least George the Jungle is a good movie. Right. But it's, it's separate from the same thing. Like, people went and saw this fucking movie about the rapping kid-friendly kangaroo, and they got this Jerry Bruckheimer heist thriller. Oh, like, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? It was one of the greatest missells ever. But, yeah, Deadpool 2. Um, I, well. I, I hear they're doing, uh, this is more recent, uh, they're doing a director's cut. Director's yeah, cut. a lot of the stuff they cut was a lot of Domino stuff, and they actually had, and they thought this was too dark for Deadpool, but they have an entire 80s montage of him killing himself, trying to find ways to kill himself. 
which they felt was, eh, maybe that's a little tasteless. And I'm like, Deadpool, tasteless, ha. Huh. But it's, that to me sounds like that would have fit Deadpool perfectly. is tasteless. He yeah. wears Crocs. Right. So it's Unironically. Like, the, oh, we, we had a, and then we even, you thought you were out of the montage and you get pulled back into it because he's in the middle of the expansion having a scene with Colossus and he stabs himself with the cutlery and you realize, oh no, he's still in the middle of his montage killing himself and it keeps going and things <laughs> like that. Uh, it's like, you know, 10 minutes of Domino got cut and they have a lot more with her. And then they have, uh, they're thinking about, in this version, they're going to pull, uh, like, an Anchorman 2 and do the alternate take version where every single joke is going to be replaced with the alternate takes they had. Yeah. Or the alternate, whatever Ryan Reynolds has come up with, the alternate version of that every would, single joke. Yeah. So. Well, because they did a lot of that for the trailer. There's that one thing where, you know, Cable is shooting Deadpool on the on the truck. Yeah. And he says, bring it on when I will. And there's a little, the sword dance thing. Goonies and he, joke, by the way. You know, yes. Goonies. And that he has one eye. But you know. Yeah, and a dick it's joke It's a dick well. joke. It's like three jokes. Yeah. It's so meta. Yeah. Um, and then there's the... the the bullets go through him and in the movie he just goes ow but in the trailer he says your bullets they're really fast as he pokes the, the bullet holes in his yeah, suit they have know? so much material i bet <laughs> so maybe you'll get your terry cruz you know the, the stuff they cut maybe him. but uh he... maybe they have like i'm just now picturing this maybe like a suicide squad like when they're doing the interviews like it cuts away and like shows them doing badass things like in their regular day life, I'm you Bedlam. Know? Bedlam. And then it cuts Rock over to, to Bedlam, like doing like a montage right. of Bedlam they beating up bad guys. They music video moment that they did in Suicide Squad. It'd be interesting, something like that, you know? Yeah, height, six, seven, wait, you know? And it probably, it could be like a spoof of Suicide Squad. That's something that Ryan Reynolds would do. Oh, so. totally. Oh, they rag on, they rag on the rest of the comic book culture in this film. There's like, <laughs> there's... Oh, he's fighting, um, he's fighting Juggernaut. Sun's getting real low. Yeah, so it's getting real little big guy. <laughs> since a lot God. of Marvel references. Like a MCU. Lot of, yeah, MCU specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, at this cool point... Cool it, Thanos. Right. <laughs> and at this point, it's kind of sad, because I think Cable was bigger than Winter Soldier at one point in comics history, but mm. also because, you know, Marvel versus Capcom series and all that. Yeah. But at this point in pop culture, if you beat it, if you make it to the movie first, you've beaten your competition. Yeah. So there's literally a lot of like, I, I don't know what I did to piss off the dude with the Winter Soldier arm. And you're like, no, uh, Cable had the arm first. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to me, anyway, it's like oh, yeah. people have the, oh, whatever. They they beat it. They did Winter Soldier years ago. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of MC. There's a lot of DCEU bashing. Uh, he even bashes his own experiences with DC. Yeah. Which. You know, well, oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, if we're going to be mentioning his bashing with DC, we should mention the mid-credit scene. Which was pretty fucking epic. I guess we've thrown chronological order to the wind. Like, we should have gone, like, in order, let's discuss uh, from beginning to end. Well, well to be fair, there wasn't a lot to happen in the beginning that's talk-worthy. Well, there, there's one thing I like, which I'll bring up, but we'll go to the... Oh, no, go for it, go this, for it. Well, let's go to the mid-credit sequence. The mid-credit okay, okay. sequence is, is it's one of the other biggest meta sequences, and it's just him time-traveling, fixing everything. He doesn't want to save all of X-Force. He just saves Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody His sugar else bear. fucking dies. He's sugar bear. Yeah, P- Peter survives. Uh, and then yeah. he does a, But, you know, he, he Peter, literally... go home! He kills Are you sure them. I want to help out? No, you go home, you sugar bear. Today. Yeah. You go home, sugar bear. He kills... Uh, little, it has been a little dangerous, and I am a little freaked out. That's right, you go home right now. And oh, then okay, he, well, thanks for considering me. He shoots imposter Deadpool about 60 times. Oh, yeah. From Wolverine Origins. Yeah, which, to be fair, shouldn't have worked. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. It's like, oh, wait, you is know, that you and it's the footage? You know, yeah. in order to have that footage of 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 Brian Reynolds 
the Wolverine Origins Deadpool dying, falling over dead. He had to get back in all that makeup and shit. Uh, actually, he never played that Deadpool. Really? It that, looks that, like his eyes. It, it was a stuntman. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that until I literally was just researching into this one. Ooh. That he never did play the Weapon X. I have 16 different powers. Deadpool at the end of Origins. I mean, it fucking looks like him. Yeah, but it was the same eyes. It wasn't, I guess. It was a guy, it was a body mm. double. Mm. Yeah. So they, it, it could have been Ryan Reynolds in makeup this yeah. time. But... And then he saves Canada. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm not really sure how that saved Canada. Okay. But uh, you're I, welcome, Canada. I, I get the joke. Uh, <laughs> you know, every, every, you get this actor who embodies, he gets to play an iconic role and then he kind of, he becomes your national hero. So Ryan Reynolds probably thought like, yeah, I get to be Green Lantern. I get to be Canada's Christopher Reeve. I get to be Canada's Hugh Jackman. Because Australia got Hugh Jackman. America had Christopher Reeve. You know? And that's the, I think that's the joke. Mm. It's like, oh, that movie was so fucking terrible and it probably brought a lot of shame to you guys. So you're welcome. He Canada. kills Ryan Reynolds. He, he killed the guy who thought he was going to be your golden boy and be your icon with the Green Lantern role. You're welcome, Canada. Yeah, and then he shoots Ryan Reynolds through the head like, welcome to the big time, kid. And he's looking at the yeah. Green Lantern screen. And, of course, if we're going to go back and touch on the beginning... There is one thing he does in the time travel that uh, kind of fucks with this entire movie's plot to begin with. He goes back and saves uh, his girl. Yeah. You know, which... Cause... I just call her Renara, but it's Marina Baccarin. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's like Basinger. What is her name? Ba- Bas- Vanessa. Ba- Bas- Vanessa. Basinger? Basinger? Same with Baccarin? Bassarin? I always Basin? call her Marina, Marina Baccarin. I thought it was it's probably Baccarin. That's how I pronounce it. I don't like know. Bacardi rum, Bacardi. But anyway. Correct as if we're wrong. Beginning of the movie, he, it's a big montage about how he's going to, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's killing dudes and the whole thing. He's and, doing his work. And then he goes, to, uh, he goes home for his anniversary and she ends up getting a shot. Well, this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because it's actually another big meta joke. They're making fun of every beginning of every someone killed my wife and I'm going to get vengeance movie ever. And it begins when he goes into the kitchen, like, well, I'm going to go in the kitchen and do whatever. Go get your lingerie on or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'm in this completely other room where I can only hear your voice and we can't see you. Yeah, yeah, good, honey. And, like, the lights are out. It begins raining and there's thunder and lightning outside. And I'm sitting there going, oh, God, she's going to die. Because they're playing it up so hard that it's kind of funny when you... when you. I don't think anyone else read into this the way I did, but I'm like, this is great. They're doing all the cliches because... You know, and if they don't cut back to the wife, you know, when the guy goes back in the room, there's going to be gunmen standing there with guns to her head. You know, and it doesn't quite happen that way. Well, okay. To be fair, in most kind of movies, if you're going to go for the full cliche, it would start raining the second she died, as opposed to yeah, just beforehand. It's kind of like, uh oh, it's starting to rain, and why aren't the lights on in the kitchen? He's standing in there in the dark, and it's not cutting back to her. We can't He's see got her. lights on in the kitchen. Why do we only? No, it was in the dark. Nice. I've seen that big that part a couple times now. Oh, I thought he yeah. was just sitting in the dark doing the microwave. No, his lights are on. It's like dimmed, but okay, it's then not. It's very dim. The whole lights. the whole house is dim because they're watching the movie. Okay. So. so the most important thing is the thunder and lightning and the whole that we don't cut back to her and we only hear her voice off screen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now, okay. which to me was very funny. Like, oh, this is gonna happen. And then it happens. They yeah, kill his I mean, girlfriend. It's 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 definitely a, a heart wrenching scene because we've gotten to know her over the past movie and a half or so and. We kind of like this character. She's a funny character. Um, you know, and she dies. But it's it's kind of like... came out of nowhere. You know? Like, we we didn't really expect it to happen. And the fact that he went back at the very end and saved her... 
like he had the opportunity, of course, which was awesome. He was, he was played up for a joke. But the issue I've got is, like, are they going to set up the whole Liggy Death thing at any point? That'd be kind of cool. Probably not. No? No. Not with the fact that Marvel and Disney are still having trouble acquiring Fox in general with Comcast. Uh... They own Thanos at this point. They can't. Yeah, but Thanos just doesn't have a thing for Lady Death. Yes, yes, he does. That's what not he, in the movies. In the comics, it is. I know, yes. but not in the movies. And the whole thing is, in the comics, it was him and Deadpool both vying for her attention, and Deadpool keeps getting it because he can make her laugh. Right. Whereas Thanos is just trying to impress her by murdering people, and that's not very impressive to her. Huh. But like, you know, like maybe when Vanessa comes back, she's become Lady Death, something like that. I don't know. Just That'd be interesting. Cool. Interesting thought. You know, like maybe she now has death powers or she is death. Hmm. Maybe she's been death the I, entire time. I didn't take her death seriously for a second knowing that you have cable and time travel involved. Yeah, well. So I was immediately like, oh, they're going to time travel and he's going to stay. I thought him. that they were going to do some silly thing where like he, uh, you know, like he falls for somebody else immediately. Like, you know, just as a joke, like, oh, she's dead and it hurts my heart. And then just like, oh, hey, hot thing over here to the left, you right. know. Something else entirely. I, I just, I love how you're like, it came out of nowhere, and I'm like, that was my whole thing, is it didn't. And I forgot, here's another cliche. They talk about kids up front, hardcore, <laughs> for 15 whole minutes, and I'm like, oh, she's dead. Like, oh, because the minute someone's like, you have stakes in your life, we're gonna have kids, let's do this. I'm like, oh, no. Uh-oh, it happened, and, and, and spoiler, uh, stop for about 10 seconds if you don't want Infinity War, anything in Infinity War ruined, which, screw you, you've had two or three weeks to see it. Uh, Tony and... Pepper talk about kids. Mm. And that's when I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, oh. but there's a difference there. Tony and Pepper talked about kids, and then Tony's quasi-kid died. Whereas... Right. You know, uh, something bad's going to happen to the characters that talk about kids. You know, but like, you know, Cut in this in one, they talk about kids and the wife, that the girl dies, you right. know? That's a little different. That, we had, we, yeah. we had a Tony fake out at one point where we definitely thought, you know. Oh, yeah. So that's what I meant. We thought Tony was going to die because he got stabbed. He gets owned. And I thought he was mortally wounded. It's like, oh, save him. And then Thanos just leaves. I'm like, is Thanos going to save him? Or, oh, he was going to blow him apart with the gun. Oh, I got it. Yeah, he was so going to full that. on murder him. Yeah. Right. I thought he was like, oh, yeah. undo the wound you just did with your time stone. Nope. Then, right. But uh, I thought, like, the minute they talk about kids, I'm like, ah. And then he even said in the beginning uh, that this is a, a family picture which the you know family picture you know it's a joke you know it's going to involve themes so you know there's going to be a loss and he's going to have to create his, this new family or something like that yeah so but then they completely the just fuck with it all the way to the end now here's a bigger question for you with him going back in time and killing og deadpool from x-men origin wolverines does that change anything because wolverines. if you were if you remember in x-men origins wolverine he gets shot in the head with an adamantium bullet after that big old fucking fight with that crappy Deadpool. Imposter pool. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, given that he never has that fight with Imposter pool, does that change Wolverine's history? Is that going to change the, no, the X-Men U altogether? No, this is all out of continuity. Deadpool's its own Are thing. Are you sure? Then why was Juggernaut completely CG? And, like, not Vinnie Jones from X3. Because Days of Future Past happened. Whatever. Yeah, they fucked with the timeline so many times, it does, they don't even care, man. Yeah, I mean, Al, that's as, the way I like as it. it is, That's the way I like it. As it is, when he mentions, you know, we can't even get some of the other X-Men in here, 
they open the door and you've got young Beast, young Quicksilver, right. young this, it, in the background. And they shouldn't be young because it's the year 2018 exactly. or whatever. So they don't care about the timeline. It's just like, oh, we had them on set here filming Dark Phoenix. You guys want to hop on over and do the Deadpool thing? Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> just come on set and then go, oh, excuse me, and close the door. Which was a very funny... What He, he rags on it again. He's like, yeah. what? Can you not afford any other X-Men? And then behind him is the open class and it's like James McAvee and Sophie Turner and... Uh, yeah, the only one they were missing... Beast and Quicksilver, and they're like, could you could you shut up? And they closed the door. Yeah, the only one they were missing was Xavier, so... I think he was there. I didn't see him. I've I heard of him sitting in the chair. Yeah, I've heard, and the only... They actually, they didn't How have... How could he uh, be sitting in the chair when Deadpool was sitting in the they chair? They didn't have Ready Player One kid playing Cyclops. I think that's what was missing. Deadpool was driving a chair around. How could James McAvoy be because there? Because it was in a later sequence. Right, or whatever, yeah. No, it's in the same sequence. Dude, they don't care about continuity. Actually, if they break continuity and they have mistakes, people would probably love this thing more. Or Charles Xavier has more than one wheelchair. Right. Do you ever thought, stop to think he has like seven or eight or nine? Are you kidding me? He okay, he'd have ten because X X is like a thing. So ten is the Roman, <laughs> the Roman numeral for ten. He'd have ten fucking wheelchairs. <laughs> they have X's in their wheels and shit. <sighs> yeah, but no, there's the there's. I was about to get into the the juggernaut thing. Um, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Well, the, he's all CG. Yeah. Um, and I think it's charming that the t- CG was kind of bad. Like, this isn't even mo-cap CG. This is back to Scorpion King levels of just like, we're just going to animate him no, by hand. No, 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 By okay. hand. When, when it comes to the character design... He looks like Grop he from looked, Harry Potter 5. He looked better than that. Because that's what I thought he looked like. He looked better than that. The issue that we had was, at least that I had with the CG, was the placement of the mouth and the eyes in the helmet. If you're not looking at at his, at his mouth moving and his eyes in the helmet, just the helmet and the body and everything, it looked fine to me. I generally, yeah, it's a little CG. No more CG than Colossus. But the minute well, like he starts talking and you see his mouth moving and stuff, it's, it's disgusting. It's weird looking. And then when like he... Two, slabs of meat well, slapping around him interacting with anybody except colossus because then it's all cg at that point it looks yeah. fucking weird too and you're just like Ugh, mm. this isn't andy circus level mocap here no Dad's well that level. to be fair they didn't have that kind of budget uh they might have shit this had like three times the budget the first one had yeah and they also had three times as much action scenes yeah that's they probably spent it on everything else i think Joggernaut must have been a last minute thing because i legitimately okay you get to prison and like the second act yeah with uh ricky baker the young actor, Julian Dennison. He's mostly known for Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, yeah. By, Fire Fist. By Taika Waititi. Russell. Yes. Russell. But it, everyone just calls him Ricky Baker because it's kind of an iconic indie role. That Most did. people call him Fire Fist, Probably Derek. now Fire Fist. <laughs> but before someone turns them on to Hunt for the Wilder People, see it. It's amazing. The people have seen Hunt for Wilder People call him Ricky Baker because that's all the comments on YouTube. Like, Ricky Baker! Oh, my God! Oh my God. Um, they get to jail and it's him. And the whole thing is like, oh, we got the big guy in the cellar. And you're, everyone's sitting there like, who is it? Who's it going to be? Yeah, you know, Everybody's thinking Wolverine or some shit. Okay, hold on. Who did you think it was? I didn't know. You had no idea? No. You couldn't think of any big X-Men or monsters or anything? Not really. You know who I thought it was? Even though I kept saying, no, that's DC. No, that's DC. For some reason, my brain immediately jumped to Killer Croc. And I'm like, no, that's not even the right studio. Right. I, uh... You know? I sat, I started going to Dreamland, like, I can't figure out who it is. And then my head went to, okay, in my dream, if I wrote this, 
I'd have like, it'd be a fucking Hulk cameo. Holy shit, how did they do it? Have they finally blown this thing open? Because well, technically, you know, isn't Hulk like Universal? Marvel? He's Universals, and he's lending them. He's they're, they're lending yeah. them to Marvel Studios. I mean, they're doing an amazing job with them at, at Marvel right. Studios. And I was thinking, like, I mean, who could be the big guy? And then my my brain did go to Juggernaut, but I'm like, nah, they wouldn't do Juggernaut again. Or he's just he's such a big X Men villain, they wouldn't just waste him here in Deadpool. And then he shows up in this Juggernaut, and the whole theater's jaw. <gasps> Juggernaut. Right. I know. I know it's Juggernaut. There's no A at the beginning of the name, but you just you can't help but say Juggernaut. Do you know how many times I've dreamed of you running menacingly at me and seeing my reflection shine in your helmet? Not now, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was cool. I just I didn't think for a second he was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And speaking of other cameos, Matt Damon's in this fucking thing. Oh Alan yeah. In this thing too. With Alan Tudyk. Yeah. In the same scene. I together. did not even notice. Yeah. I looked over at David I, and I'm I was like, like what? David's a huge fire. We're all Firefly fans. Firefly. We're all Firefly. Firefly fans. Firefly. Brown coats. Yeah. Glitter shows a badass here. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, I look over at David and I'm like, oh, you didn't happen to catch that Alan Tudyk cameo. And he's I like, did not. Say what? And Alan like, yeah. Tudyk was one of the hillbillies. Yeah, but I, you just you don't recognize the one that is talking, and it and it's in heavy prosthesis, heavy you know heavy makeup. It's Matt Damon. It's it's who is it, sweetie? Who is it? Mad Yes. Mad <laughs> An inexpressive puppet led to a great joke. That yes. Never. Like, and it's weird. It's set. weird, too, because he's, like, doing these weird cameos now. Like, he did the oh, Loki thing yeah. and, and uh, Ragnarok, and now he's doing this for Deadpool. What's next? Is he going to be the new Stan Lee? He might be. <laughs> Like I, I you were you were saying that about Brad Pitt. Like I'm sure he loves doing this shit, but I think Damon's into that. Like bring well, him in I for just, a weekend and have some I mean, fun with him. Brad Pitt's gonna have gotta be bored of doing like action films. I mean, and... Matt Damon is too. Fucking Matt Damon. All Matt Damon does is stupid, shitty action films. Oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Enhance. How many of those now? Enhance. Yeah. Uh, five. If but he love. was in four. If you love uh, <laughs> if you love sitting in mobile command centers and being He's asked to enhance super images, super bored. They never call him for anything other than fucking Jason Bourne films, or, or to be some... made fun of on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and so he's he's. Well, he just he's made enough fucking money where he can just kind of pick and choose whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Even if it is silly, you know, little twenty-five second cameos. Yeah. But, I mean, that was pretty good. Oh, and Sam Neill, too, and speaking of, of silly cameos, he wasn't in Deadpool, but he was with Matt Damon in the uh, Thor Ragnarok scene. Yeah, he was yeah. playing he was uh, Odin. Oh, this young icy boy who built to the Lord Like, I just found out recently that the reason why Sam Neill doesn't do any movies anymore is because he's mainly, like, a pig farmer and, like... Uh, a winemaker. Yes. And like, if you look at his Twitter profile, it's like makes wine acts, uh, uh, you know, acts when pressured. Yeah. You know, like people ask, people just like, please do this thing. Fine. I'll act in your movie. You know, uh, he did Peaky Blinders for the BBC and on Netflix. Yeah, like, uh, he's, he's he's an inspector from Ireland and that, and that's kind yeah. of the last big thing next to seeing him in. All, well, he's in Hunt for the Wilder People. Ah. so t- there's the Taika Waititi, the three three ways of connecting to him. Mm. He, he's the one protecting Julian Dennison, uh, or adopts him basically. Ah, but who's Firefist? I think his name is Julian Dennison. I'm pretty sure it is. I got Maybe I'm wrong here. You're totally wrong. I'm just, I don't know. I'm going off what no I thought idea. I saw as the credits rolled. 
I have no idea. But yeah. But um, I can move on to Cable, because we should move on to Cable. Cable. So before this, uh, before this movie, I watched a video, I think from Nerdist, kind of, uh, or might have been Screw Attack. Whoever does the Dan Cave on YouTube. That's Nerdist. Nerdist? Okay. That's Nerdist. I watched that, and it was telling me all about Cable's history and everything, how he's like the son of Scott Summers and a clone of Jean Grey, and he's infected with this virus that's slowly turning his body into machine, from, from human to machine, and he's using his psychic powers to slow it down and keep from progressing any further. And he didn't show any psychic powers in this movie, no. it didn't look like, which you know, he probably could have. It was but... more communicating with machines. And yeah. the fact that he can bring his gun back to him, like you, Thor can bring Mjolnir yeah, back to him. the magnetic mm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. I thought it was like he could actually interact with machinery, even things like metal. So it wasn't even magnetic. It was just he can tell it come to me and it comes to him. Well, he never, like a version he, of Magneto. He never did it with anything else besides that gun. Uh, so he must have had some sort of a thing put onto it. Yeah. That's but, what I'm thinking. But uh, I, I'm comparing this summer. Uh, I'm comparing this boost in Brolin's crew. I mean, he, he has steady work. But I'm comparing, he's got like superstar status down. I'm comparing it to Robert Downey Jr.'s. He's got three movies out in the same summer. He's got big, Infinity War, big ones, like, Deadpool 2, and then coming up that sequel to the Sicario movie. I don't remember the name of it. Sicario, yeah. So Sicario? Uh, Day of the Dead or Sicario yeah. or something. Sicario, something like that. Yeah, he's uh, doing the sequel to that. Yeah, no, he's got a big summer. And I, I remember that it's, it, it mirrors Downey Jr.'s comeback. It was Iron Man. Yeah. And then he had Tropic Thunder in the same summer. Oh, really? And then later on, it was uh, Sherlock Holmes. So we had, like, these three massive... He became, like, this blockbuster guy out of nowhere. And the same thing's happening to Brolin right now. He's becoming this, like, leading man, anti-hero slash villain type. Well, maybe if Almost Josh... Almost a character actor at this point. He's getting tight. Josh Brolin can do it, then Sean Astin can come back. Yeah, get gradually create a secret Goonies universe. No, no, not a Goonies <laughs> universe. You're bringing them all back into the limelight so you can finally do... They're hot and they're in. Then you could do your Goonies too. Throw them all together. Oh, God. After them having big successes elsewhere. This is all a ploy to get that started. God, but, uh, I can't then, wait to see Mouth as a grown-up being an asshole. Oh, you mean uh, you mean just being Corey Feldman right yes. now? You can go and watch his... Anything he's doing right now. No, to be honest, I, I like the guy. He actually does a lot of voice acting right now, and he's involved in a lot of things I like. So he's really not a good actor. <laughs> I, mean, I think he does a good job doing a voice actor. Um, I don't know about his voice acting. I know his his actual acting. It's just not very uh, good. But anyway, we're off topic. Yeah, I always again. like the guy. But back back to Cable. I mean, uh, Deadpool and Cable both. I mean, unless they're put together. Mm-hmm. They're not very interesting. Well, he was interesting. Deadpool was interesting in the first one. Without Cable. He's a very certain type of Deadpool. He's a very certain... Deadpool didn't start breaking the fourth wall, and he didn't become this, like, wacky cartoon character level. I don't know. He didn't He didn't become the Deadpool you know and love for a while. Mm. He, was, he was mostly kind of serious. It was sad. It was like this guy that, under that mask, he had cancer eating his body away because his mutant power is a superior healing factor yeah but then i guess it was like uh i can't even pronounce it but i have the omnibus because I, I love marvel omnibus because everything under one hardcover i have the deadpool and cable series most people will say it's by dan slot because everyone remembers dan slot but it's by a guy named fabian uh Nicieza? nice let me know if, anyway. I'm, if i'm pronouncing it wrong nikeiza it's n-i-c-i-e-z-a anyway yeah let's... but they didn't become the deadpool and cable that are in this movie the Deadpool cable that most people have, and they weren't popularized until that series by Marvel, okay. basically. That's what I learned. 
in terms of the comic history I've, I've been told but I mean, you read that comic and Deadpool's breaking the fourth wall constantly and uh, Cable's the wet blanket who's dead serious, you know. Before that, he was always dead serious. But it's funnier to watch him bounce off of Deadpool. Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny to watch anybody bounce off of Deadpool. Yeah. You could inject him into any story and all of a sudden you have this, like, wacky adventure, you know, hitting the road hijinks and stuff. Except for in Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Haven't read that. That's not really, I, I want to, but... That's not really a wacky, rompy story. That's when he goes full insane and starts killing everyone. I, Literally everyone. I don't... Fun. Yeah. yeah. I, to be honest, I don't know which stories with him are serious anymore. Is that, is that it, one's a very serious it's like one. Serious? Like, somebody does an experiment on him that makes him lose his conscious... Like, conscience, I mean. If a thing helms and says, maybe we shouldn't do that. And he just goes full crazy, like that... The red bubble in his, in his, uh, in his head... Becomes like the main personality, and he starts going just around killing everybody. And like, you don't even realize you don't matter if I kill you because you're just a comic book character. So am I. And Spider Man's like, "What are you talking about?" And then like, he's and, oh god, he literally kills everybody. And then he steals an interdimensional machine from Doctor Doom and murders the authors of the comic book. Yeah. And then he looked out the looked out the panel at you. Yeah, I see you out there thinking this is a fun little comic. You're next. <laughs> yeah. Everyone talked highly about it. Yeah, I know mean, it's it's a it's a good comic, but ooh, like Deadpool kills Marvel Universe, and I'm like, I'll read it one day. Yeah, but no, it's it's. I'm still uh, kind of working on Deadpool and Cable. It's yeah, fucking long. It's like fifty two, fifty three issues. It's it's massive. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Cable, sweetie? I liked Cable a lot. Uh, he was a cool villain. Villain anti-hero. in air quotes, yeah, anti-hero because he changes about a third of the way through. Um, I really thought I really liked the uh, effects that they did on him. It looked at least like when you do the obligatory like male buff shirtless shot. The cool thing about it was at least on the chest area, it looked practical. Which was really, really neat. I really liked that. Um, I don't know. I liked him a lot. I thought that Josh Brolin did great as Cable in general. Uh, I've never, again, I've never read the comics, so I don't really know how he was. Um, but I liked him a lot in the film. Cool. What do you think about his gun? Which one? <laughs> the big gun. There were many. The right. one that, that Deadpool takes and turns up to 11. Oh, that one was cool. <laughs> I, 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 I like the, like, it's going to sound dumb, but I like the fact that they have, like, a, it looks like a speaker. It's like a dial. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. a speaker dial, so he turns it up to 11, right. and it's like the fucking opening of Back to the Future where Marty right. gets blown back 50 feet <laughs> like, by the big old ant. Once like, again, <laughs> that might have been a joke that's like a four-way joke. It's a Spinal Tap joke, a Back to the Future joke. Also, oh, this gun has a dial. Yeah, makes it also, more powerful, I guess. It was very similar to uh, to Force Awakens when Han gets Chewie's blaster. I like this gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he grabs the bullet. Ooh, get that gun away from him! Right? Boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Cable's uh, Cable's a hit or miss character. Most people love the guy. I think if anyone has Marvel versus Capcom fighting series memories. They probably end up loving those characters because of that. Yeah. And he had a big presence in like, half the people I ever fought in the arcade and when I had it on Dreamcast online and stuff, everyone had Cable on their team. 
he was like an A class sweeper or S class. He, he was he was top tier. So most people have fond memories of Cable because of Marvel versus Capcom too. Hmm. But I'm always I've always been of the mindset of like he was never really interesting until more gonna, recently. Not gonna lie, I had no idea who Cable was until the movie. Announced he was going really? to be in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way, to be honest. Really? I had never heard of Cable before this. So that after credit stinger in the first one, you had no idea what he was talking about. It's just like, oh yeah, it's going to have Cable. And I'm like, who's Cable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cable and him are like, they help each other to exist in the ways that you love them now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and without Cable, I wouldn't be the Deadpool you're watching right now, basically. In that, in that one series that kind of defined this for a generation. Yeah, I want to see a movie that's like just Deadpool and the blind lady working together. I to... love her. She's great. <laughs> yeah, I love... Uh, you know what I didn't talk about in this one? They got his healing factor right, for the most part. Yeah. The idea is he's supposed to heal even better than like Wolverine. Oh, yeah. So the first one, maybe it did, but everything felt too slow. It's like, oh, I'm going to need a couple days to sleep that off, but it's supposed to be like, bam, you shoot him and it just heals right up, like he's made of goo or something. Well, uh, I believe the, the big thing was like he was fighting... Um, Colossus and his hands broke and his legs broke, and then like Colossus handcuffed him. He cut off his arm, but he had his his hand, other hand that heal enough to, you know. Yeah, it's, it's he healed fast. Yeah. The the only issue was like maybe that they, they they spent too much time focusing on the fact that his little hand was growing back slowly. Yeah. You know, it's like, but this, but this was huge in this hand. You know. Well, they also. I mean, you're right when they say that they got his healing factor right, especially in this film. Like, it only like it still worked, even though it took about a day for his legs to grow. Right, back. the baby legs bit's funny, but it doesn't last too long. Yeah. Now, he, see, he, like, here's the thing. In the very next scene. Why didn't he just pull his legs back onto his body? It would have healed almost immediately. Right, because he's, he's been... Juggernaut tore him in half, dropped him on the ground, and he could have just, like, I can't feel my legs. Oh, here they are. And then just pulled them over and, like, positioned them under, and he would have been fine. Yeah, he's been known to And then that. it could have been an even funnier scene when he realized he put his legs on backwards. Oh, yeah, you could have that. My butt is my front. Yeah, no. that would have been better than that baby him. dick. Yeah, I guess. I thought maybe it's just the image of him with the baby leg standing up to like accept cable like let's do it man by god let's all join hands it's just fucking hilarious just everyone's cringing like oh my god and yeah like what what is the blind what does she say she's like uh if I can see this I think I what's the line it's like is it as annoying as I'm hearing it or some I forget what her one liner was but it, everyone was too busy laughing and shrieking over what she said yeah but it was a joke about her being blind like I'm really it's along the lines of I'm happy I can't see this yeah, yeah. I, I can kind of hear it and that's more than enough like that was the line now there's, there's one joke I do like it's the fanny pack joke the fanny pack joke yeah because there's another hit at Rob Liefeld he loves drawing side packs on everybody he loves his ammo belts and his packs. So, like, they gave Cable, like, not just one fanny pack. It's, like, a whole belt of them. Yeah. When he reveals how many he and has. And just, like, let me get into my... my uh, Chapstick. My, my, my munitions bag. Right. It's a fanny pack, you sick bastard. Right. That, that's another <laughs> dig at the creator of X-Force, Deadpool. Now, Cable. there is one line that I just did not think was funny. And it's when they're all talking, you know, uh, talking about everything. Just like, how are we going to beat him? And... Deadpool's got his baby legs. Just, we have to stop him, the whole thing. He's like, I'm going to go after him myself. And then you got Deadpool, TJ Miller, Dopinder, and they're all facing him. And, of course, you got Blind Al next to him. And he's facing 
them, the three of them, you know, and it's just like, uh, he's talking and says, I'm going to kill him and, you know, feed him his own nutsack and have him poop it out and feed it to him again or whatever. Something like that, you know, along those lines. And then it's like, oh, he's behind you, isn't he? Yes, obviously, Deadpool, he's behind them. You can see. Like, normally it's like, oh, he's behind me, isn't he? You know? Right. But it's, he, oh, he's behind you, isn't he? Yes, obviously. Right. I think the... That's I, the one joke that didn't land with me. Like, I think it's more for us. Some, yeah. It's another meta fourth wall breaking joke. It's like, oh, we're doing the bit where he's behind them. But yeah. I'm telling you guys. So he's, yeah. he's behind them, isn't he? And then, because it's like he, he knows... He's behind that, you with me. He knows there's camera work. He know, He's aware that there's editing happening in his life. Yeah. So he knows the camera's going to cut... To an over-the-shoulder over shot. It's, it's, that's the only thing. joke that didn't land with me, though. Yeah. I th- the only joke I didn't Now land. that I get it, it's funnier. But yeah, I think I, too, was like, wait, what? How is it? Shouldn't it, it shouldn't have been... Shouldn't it, Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It shouldn't have been... He's behind you guys. It should have been more, oh, he's behind me, huh? Like, yeah. yeah it, I, well, I, I get what you're saying. That would have been... I don't know. Like, even if he just, like, just, like appeared behind Deadpool magically, that would have been better. Oh, he's behind me, isn't it? I don't know. And then Blind Alec would be like, you know... You know, like this, and they fix it so she's shooting yeah, behind her. They all got their guns. You know? That wasn't the trailer. They're like, nope, correct. Yeah. Yep, over here. Yeah, that's really all about. I, that's all about. I can go on. Yeah, that's not a sentence. I can um, only go on about it. I so mean, um, ratings. Anybody out of ten? Oh, um, I'd give it a seven. Yeah, like a C say, plus. I was gonna say about a six, about a C plus. Yeah. Okay, I, that, that sounds about right to me, to be honest. Like it's mostly um, references and jokes and that pop culture kind of humor. And yeah. yeah. You can only hear it ten times before you go, okay, it's gonna be very funny. It's gonna be very. It's it's, it's just hard to up. It's hard to up the ante. Yeah, I think the uh, the only thing is, is uh, do you think it is better than the first one? No. I really, really. Hmm. Tell me. Like, I liked the first one better. Tell me more. I can't. I don't know. The first one, the first, and it's gonna sound dumb because a lot of people sit there and use this as like an excuse to rag on sequels and and you know trilogies and series and stuff. But the first one was so unique. It was so different. It was so. It, it was. The, it was the comic book equivalent of an underdog story, you know? It was a movie that nobody thought was going to get made because Fox was too scared. And then they, and then somebody, wink, wink, Ryan Reynolds, wink, wink, leaked some freaking test footage. Yeah. And the whole, the whole world said we want a Deadpool movie more than we did before. And Fox gave them, you know... $10 million and said, you are a superhero R-rated indie film. Go have fun. Don't ask us for any more money. And Ryan Reynolds did it. And it succeeded with Flying Colors. Yeah. The sequel was still good. It just wasn't the first one. It, it, it didn't have the same, I don't know. For me, it didn't have the same kind of like charm to it i guess it you know thinking back to your reactions in the theater when i was when I, we were watching it that may it makes sense that you feel that way now that now that you're mentioning it yeah you did not laugh as much as i did you didn't you know you weren't really as engaged as as the rest of us in the theater were you just seemed to be sitting there kind of quiet going like oh okay 
Yeah, the there were part, there so. were a few moments when I laughed, and I still, like I said, I still liked the movie. Yeah. I thought it was a good film. I thought that uh, the supporting cast that didn't die in very horrific and terrible ways thirty seconds into their introduction was really neat. I liked the whole like family is what you make it it's not who you're born and you know yeah the 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 whole moral of kids give us a chance to be better than who we were in the first place and then deadpool uh wade stumbles upon uh freaking fire fist and domino and cable who decides to leave his family behind to make this new family and that's that's great i loved the 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 core message of it but it just i don't know it felt very different from the first one and so then here's a question for you if this one's a seven out of ten for you what was the first one for you an eight out of ten nine out of ten probably an eight and a half yeah eight and a half all right just interesting you know yeah, yeah. So. i mostly just felt this one was more of the same like i'd call it an extension of the first one wait if if the first deadpool was an eight and a half out of ten and you, I think you rated Infinity War eight and a half out of no, ten. I didn't. You didn't? No, I don't think I did. I what? think I rated it like a nine and a half. Okay, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. All right, I thought I think maybe your rating was lower than that because you were so distraught over Spider Man. Not that, but like, there's there's one part of Infinity War that I was like, eh. Okay, but anyway, you were saying, sir. I'm sorry. I think about it more. No, it's just more the. It's more like an extension. I feel like it's more of like a part two. Like if you put these together, you'd have one very long movie. Kind of, yeah. But uh, I understand why people say, like, it's bigger, badder, funnier, technically it's better. I get why they're saying that. Yeah. Because you finally have more of the X-Men iconography. You you have more Colossus. They brought Juggernaut in. Uh, yeah. they, I thought they were going to do Mr. Sinister. I swear to God. They had the X-6 Corp involved. Everyone did. At the end of that, that villain went into that room where they'd been testing on mutants. And I'm like, oh, here's where he injects himself and he gets any power he wants and he becomes Mr. Sinister. But they didn't go for it. Yeah, but, well, to be fair, I don't think that actor would have been a very good Mr. Sinister. No, he's, he's like this, yeah. uh, he's the British, he was in At World's, uh, not At World's End, he was at The World's End. Yeah. He's, this, he's this bit British, I don't know his name, but he's in everything over there. Yeah. BBC shows when he came to do this. He's just the owner of the Essex, Essex uh, Orphanage or whatever. Yeah, so I think maybe he's like an underling in Mr. Sinister. Maybe he's going to be like Deadpool 3's bad guy. Yeah, now that they're yeah. not, they might not be doing X-Force, because technically classic X-Force is Domino, Deadpool, Cable, Colossus, things like yeah. that. I did they find out. I did find out that there was an X Force comic book that Zeitgeist was like the leader, and in that comic book, Mom is acid. No, in that comic book, all of them died. Oh, that like been a at the very end of the comic book, like every single person who was working on X Force died. Oh, so it was it was very like a, a callback of that in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I felt this. Oh, I, I kept thinking to myself like, oh my god, this might be one of the better X Men films because it was almost an X Men film with the messages of family and all that stuff. Yeah, and Colossus. I don't know. I'm sorry. Wait. Colossus is one of my favorite X Men. Wait, wait. Is this is this an X Men movie, or is this a Fast and the Furious movie? Family. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome to the family. Join yeah. the family. family. Family's the most Family's important the thing. Family's most important, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, even on, the, even on like the experience ride at Universal. Yeah, like, welcome to just... the family, man. Hey, you guys going to join the family? I'm sitting there like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a part of your family. Every single sentence that Vin Diesel says includes family. the word family in it on that studio tour. Uh, Fast hey, and the you're Furious not that man's ride. family. Get away from him. <laughs> so we're not killing everyone you don't really have to. 
But I, I, I yeah. you know what I did like about this one that almost has me uh, giving it the edge because mm. like I okay I give this one a seven point one and the first one a seven like that's how close they are to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that the first one they anytime they could undercut a serious moment with with a joke they would, but this movie actually goes for the serious moments. Mm. He does commit to trying to save uh, Firefist, young Firefist. Yeah. He commits to that, like, give me 30 seconds to convert this kid. Uh, you know, give me 30 seconds to, because Cable's basically like, you have 30 seconds, you know? Yeah. And I, I kept thinking it was going to be undercut by jokes and stuff, and, like, it, it got pretty serious at the end. Yeah. And had, like, a lot of heart and levity and all that. I mean, there was plenty of levity, but plenty of heart. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say levity, I meant to say, like, weight. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I was very surprised at that. It was almost downright moving. And that's yeah, that's why was... I'm like I'm saying like this is this thing's almost an X Men film you just by another name and yeah. they happen to be sort of in there. Well, to be fair, it is kind of it's an part X-Men of the X Men franchise, so, yeah. but it felt almost like this thing beats out almost the original Brian Singer ones, you know? Yeah, like it's colorful. It looks like X Men. It feels like X Men. You know, you're finally getting some of the bigger names that the fans love being brought into this thing. Yeah, you know they actually actually have um, the colors you expect. You know. I, I guess they go for more of the red. You know, Colossus is wearing red. Deadpool has his red, which turns gray at the end. Yeah, which desaturates for like no reason other than to be like, oh, here's the fun little Easter egg. He's covered Nash. Or was it supposed to be Ash? Yeah, because I know he gets hit hard. And there's he's that covered. Thing he's covered Nash and concrete and all that stuff. So yeah, that's what that was. But it's also kind of a callback in that one comic book where he's wearing the pure gray. Well, it's outfit. the original X Force look. Yeah, you know, yeah, Before yeah. they decided to go with red and so, black. Yeah. But yeah, I'd give it, I think it's like, it's almost more of the same, but there's some things I feel it does better, but yeah. they both have their advantages. Yeah. You know? And, um, it also just goes to show that, um, you really can weaponize even a cream cheese spreader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You weaponize anything in the kitchen. That's true. I thought I was going to have to use this thing. <laughs> the fact that he, what, did he? Yeah, uh, right? when he went back in time, he ended up using it. Right. Because uh, the beginning was like, oh, I almost. Successfully. He used it and missed the first time. Right. Like. Yeah. He almost forced me to do that. Oh, I'm glad I didn't have to finish and go all the way through with that. But it cost yeah. somebody their life. And then the guy pops up and she, he throws <laughs> he it. He succeeds the second time. And the, when he goes back, he throws it uh, earlier. So, yeah. Yes. This thing to me is like, it is a deserve a second viewing? Maybe. But I'm, I'm excited for that director's cut that's kind of been talked about all of a sudden. Like, I'll definitely dive I mean, in I to see what I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing alternate takes on the jokes. Right. And see what that thing looks like. But, uh, yeah, Could be this has been Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2, yes. The two. Deadpool 2 episode of the Think Between Worlds podcast. If you guys had any uh, differing opinions or, you know, want to send us some questions, ask us about, you know, what we're doing, what's going on, feel free to message us at thinkbetweenworlds at gmail.com. You can call us uh, uh, on the phone, because the phone's ringing in the background. Sorry about that. No, don't call us. You uh, can contact us on Twitter, at T Between Worlds. And uh, we've got a Facebook page and a Tumblr. Feel free to hit us up there as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm David. I'm Derek. I'm Madison. And this has been the Think Between Worlds podcast. Goodbye! Goodbye! Two or three seconds. That's all the credit sequence takes. The Think Between Worlds podcast was created by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon. It is hosted by David Kennedy Farner and Derek Dillon, with special guest star Madison Snedden. It is edited by David Kennedy Farner, and it is produced by David Kennedy Farner, Derek Dillon, Madison Snedden. 
Music by Kevin McLeod from IncomeTech.com and cover art by Davy Jones. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll hope to see you in Team X-Men. I didn't know either, but we needed to get together at some point this week, and he never, uh, we never, we didn't talk to each other about the other day, uh, Monday, when that was off, so. Oh, that's because I had something fall on my head at work. You okay? Uh, I had to go to the hospital and to, make sure, to make sure I didn't have a concussion. But you didn't he, tell me. Even, yeah, I forgot. Maybe I have a concussion. <laughs> but uh, I've been, like, dizzy the whole week. Because I was stupid, and I, I should have had leverage, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to pull this thing from my pick list. Oh, it's a block or whatever, but I just didn't know that it's kind of a long block. On top of it was a complete other block. Oh, <laughs> And I was God. like, da 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 Oh, fuck. Are you okay? Ow. I didn't, I mean, I didn't bleed. I didn't get like did a Did the doctor say anything wrong with you? No. no. They did their tests or whatever. I'm like, no, you should be fine. Can oh. I sleep? Do I have a concussion? You don't seem to have a concussion. You're in your image. You're just on internal bleeding. You're fine. So okay. I, can go, I can go to sleep and stuff, even though I'm still kind of like dizzy. It's like, yeah, you can go to sleep. You'll be fine. All right. Well. Okay. Sorry, um, I spent like Monday evening in the hospital. I f- completely forgot to tell you. No, that's fine. I I figured because at one point on Sunday, just like we could record the podcast. A brick tomorrow. made a pure chrome like that. Just ooh. ouch. Yeah, no, but at one point on Sunday, I guess Sunday, I made a grunt loud enough to be heard. I guess I must have actually gone yeah. And someone was like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Something fell on my head," and I didn't feel well, and it was my head hurt really bad. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. As long as I'm not bleeding now, yeah, that would suck. <laughs>